back to our podcast, Paint the Town Dead. This is Caitlin. I'm Andrew. And we're so glad to have you back. Thanks for stopping by again, especially after the first two episodes. <laughs> Which were all the best episodes that uh, have ever been episoded. Ever? In all the history of episodes? Uh, yes. Boy, that's a heavy statement. Throughout the entire known universe. That's a real heavy statement. Can't prove me wrong, because it's a subjective thing, and indeed, everybody has opinions. We're getting existential very quickly. That's... I don't think that's what that means. Yes, it is. I don't think you know what you're saying. Existential crisis. I don't. I don't. I don't know that. Existentialism on prom night, song by Straylight Run. For all you emo is, kids is out there. That, okay. If you say so. I do. I'll take your word for it. We can edit this. The main. We're not. I'm. I'm in charge of this. Um, <laughs> the main thing is, stay safe, everybody. Uh, oh my god. What are you been up to, Caitlin? <laughs> Funny story. Um, so we're, it, let's see, today is Tuesday. I don't even know what, it's St. Patrick's Day. It's Tuesday the 17th and we're recording. We wanted to record this past weekend, but somebody found themselves in quarantine. I can't say who it was, but it, you have a 50, 50 shot here. So, <laughs> so we did not get to, uh, we did not get to record this weekend. I'm good. I'm good. It was, a, it was more of a preventative measure. I do not. I'm not. I'm not sick. Neither is Andrew. So as far as we know, yeah, we're good to go. We're good to go. We. I mean, by the time this goes out, who who could say what's gone, what's going on? God, I, that was grim. <laughs> I mean, it'll, we don't know. That's true. We went from it's a hoax to national emergency real fast. Yeah, weird. How, maybe, how maybe, that works? How yeah. it could have possibly hey, been prevented? If, if only there was some way we could have known. Huh. I don't think we could have learned from countries that were already suffering from this. Yeah. Surely not. What's South Korea up to with their 0.7% death rate compared to like Italy with like five or whatever it is? Gosh. God, God bless all those people out there. Godspeed to all the people out there. Good luck going to the grocery store. I had to have groceries delivered, which is the first time I used that. That was fun. They kept having to text me saying, oh, we're out of this. Uh, can we replace this with this? And I was like... Do whatever you have to do. Just get me the the around the same thing, the sort of same thing. So yeah, give yeah. me the imitation version exactly. of what what is the imitation version of I don't know beef. <laughs> well, I do eat. You know, I don't eat a lot of meat. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna willingly order beef. Likely. What? Whatever. So you, you can, can get me the different thing. You can give me the faux beef. That's yeah. fine. I'm cool with that. AKA tofu <laughs> i'm mostly just mad because of the sourdough bread situation that occurred at my store what happened there i there was there was no sourdough bread like in the artisan like from the fresh bakery like the kind i get that's not from that but oh. like it's just like some brand but like i have to check the expiration date on that stuff because the inventory turns over so rarely on sourdough bread at that store uh-huh and i'm like I was like, I'll just go in. I'll get sourdough bread. I haven't had it in a while. It'd be fine. Make some cool sandwiches. And then, nope, nope. I have to become a white bread person, and I'm not happy about it. Ugh, it's so fine. basic. Yeah, I'm pretty basic, I guess, for the most part. But I'm yeah. annoyed about that. I had to. They. I wanted. All I wanted was two loaves of just like wheat bread, Kroger, Nature, Nature's Own, whatever. And they are texting me like, this is all that's left. And it was like three loaves of potato bread, whatever that is, three loaves of rye bread, and like one loaf of Jewish Ezekiel something bread. I don't know. I don't know. 
And so I was like, I guess just two loaves of the potatoes because I know I like potatoes. It's going to be starchy <laughs> just like regular bread. Exactly. So I was like, Probably. well, starch and sugar is all the same. Yeah. it's Maybe that's how they invented potato bread. They're like, it's starch. I don't know. Do kinda it. Like, kind of like vodka. That's how they... I mean, I think we can, we can make alcohol out of literally anything. Yeah, they're like, oh, what if we used rice? Works. That's vodka. Well, if it's potatoes, that's good. That's vodka. Just you can probably, oil. What, no, no, it's there's fuel. Like, Rocket fuel. Yeah, okay, there's like some sort vodka. of fuel. Yeah, and it's like that's vodka too. I feel like at some point it has to be called something different, but <laughs> it's all vodka. Yeah, whatever. That's why it's so cheap. Hell yeah. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's what we've been up to lately. Just makes you want to. Go on the run somewhere. That's a segue, hopefully. It isn't a very good one. Where would you go on the run to, Andrew? Not to where they went. Who's they? Our subjects for the day, Paul Ruiz and Earl Van Denton. Who were? Criminals. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) You pass. A plus. Since school is canceled, there's your grade for the week. It's not canceled. Well, okay. in school in school is canceled it's all online half over half my classes were online anyway so it's like the same thing yeah that's what my the one class i have this semester well it kind of sucks because this class I actually have clinical hours in which is kind of weird because you know i'm i'm thought i was through with clinical hour stuff but they were like oh so your research day yeah we're just gonna have to do an online module so your your day of the health clinic, yeah, we're just going to have to do something online because we, we can't go. You know, classes canceled yeah, physically. It's, so It's like one of my classes, we have like this big project due at, that we have to do like a presentation and everything for. And it's like, uh, just do do all the project stuff you're supposed to do. And then I'd send a four or five minute video of you presenting it. It's oh, sort of kind of. so awkward. I hate it, doing it, that. It, yeah. Oh, boy. So... It's it's a weird time in the world. In the whole world. Yeah. On yeah. the bright side. <laughs> One of the dogs is playing with the toy. They probably can't hear that. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Anyway, let's uh let's get into it. Okay, let's get into it. Don't you don't you you start us off. So I I did a we actually did a, we we kinda did equal research on this this week. We, Disagree. Whatever I did, okay. I did a lot of the research, and then Andrew didn't like the way my notes were written, and so then he went back and made them prettier. And I was like, "Dang, these notes are balling." I made them legible because Caitlin did not I, did not do what people would call taking notes. I she, did. She wrote a wall of text. I, I wrote it in very short. They weren't complete. Sentences. They were they were all bricks making up a wall of text. <laughs> But the information was there. It's like here's a don't let her do your PowerPoint because she's gonna be like this bullet point's gonna be three paragraphs. <laughs> no, it won't. I I I could make a good PowerPoint, but it's just I don't want to forget anything, so I have to put it all in there. I put all the same stuff in, but you just made you including just, more. You spread it out and made it prettier is what you did, and you put a little more in there. You put a little flavor. Fla- That's right. Flavor in there. I made it sexy. Okay. All right. So good. Bad segue. Bad segue into the worst. <laughs> so our subjects for the day are going to be Paul Ruiz and Earl Van Denton, who um, are criminals. And they were criminals before they did the criminal thing we're mainly going to talk about, too. Very criminal. Yeah. So 
they are, we're going to start this story off. They're in prison in Oklahoma, mm. which is already like being in prison. Is that the Sooner State? Did I get that yes. right? Oh, Nailed it. so good. I remember that. Do you know what the capital is? Oklahoma City. There you go. Is it say, really? Yes. Oh my gosh. I was going to say it's the obvious one. It's sweet. That was awesome. Can you name another city in Oklahoma? There's, give, a, there's a pretty big one. Give me a second. I'm leaving this entire pause in. Kansas City. Wow. Are you being for real? Okay, there's Kansas City. Is this a joke? Wait, did I just say that? Yeah. You Kansas. said Kansas City. No, I said Oklahoma City. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I and I asked you to say something, a, a city in Oklahoma other than Oklahoma City, and you said Kansas City, which is in two different other states that aren't Oklahoma. <laughs> They're very gonna, distinctly gonna, not I know, Oklahoma. I realize my mistake. Oh I realize my, my mistake. I'm bad at geography. This is not a new revelation. That's, it's a revelation that it's that bad. It's very bad. And you know what? I found out that I'm not the only one because I might have, one of us may have been in quarantine with their coworker and I don't know who it was, but we were talking about capitals and they didn't know them either. So I was like, I'm not stupid. Andrew's just. Or you both are. No, <laughs> no, no. Because it can't be that I'm smart. You, we well, know that to be true. Shut up. You're good at capitals. You're really good at capitals. I guess. And geography. So anyway. Okay. How embarrassing. Shush. So Ruiz and Denton, they're our criminals. They're hanging out in Oklahoma in prison, though. So like not f- not for fun. Mm-mm. They're not having a good time. Mm-mm. So but they're about to. Yeah. Well. Mm, not really. Something like that. Bad fun. So they're in prison. Paul Ruiz is in prison for life for armed robbery. That's robbery with with a weapon. And then Denton, he's in uh, jail for uh, murder, which is a pretty pretty big one. He's also serving life. Mm-hmm. In jail for the murder of one William Eugene Droke, who disappeared in October of 1970. And Denton, and an accomplice named Paul Mayab. I've only ever read this last name, so hopefully I said it right. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I definitely said it right. You can't prove me wrong. None of you <laughs> none of you know what it is. Unless your last name is Mayab, and then yeah. you're like, that's not how you say it. We're probably saying it so badly that they don't even know that that's what <laughs> we're saying. But... Um, Anyway, Denton and his accomplice, uh, Mayab, Mayab, mm-hmm. he doesn't come up later. Don't worry about it. Anyway. They, they, um, they beat this fellow, uh, William Eugene Droke, to death during a drinking party at a motel. Jeez. Yeah. Like, I've never heard of a party just called a drinking party, for one. <laughs> and they just went to a motel. Some real... That sounds like the 70s, it's I guess. Sounds like some shady stuff. <laughs> it just sounds a little too wild, maybe. And it was. Because uh, they... Uh, beat Droke to death when he refused to hand over money that he was awarded in an insurance settlement from a car accident. Which I wouldn't handle. I wouldn't hand that money over either, not willingly. I but think he made a good decision. That was a sound well, decision. Well, mm. I wouldn't either, but you know. So anyway, they beat him to death, and he was found 21 days later in a town called Blanchard near Oklahoma City, capital of Oklahoma. Yes, also the largest city of Oklahoma. Can you name another city of Oklahoma? There's like a big one. I know we already did it. Can you give me a clue? Uh, Blanchard. Blanchard, Oklahoma. Other than ones we've read. Okay. Uh, give me a clue then. We'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll revisit this. We don't need to okay. <laughs> relitigate this every five minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, and Denton had actually escaped prison before 
this coming moment where him and Ruiz are going to spoiler escape prison because they're going to have to do something outside of prison. Otherwise, this wouldn't be a good story. Truth. Um, but he had escaped 18 months before the jailbreak we're going to talk about from a different prison, though. So the prison break occurred June 23rd, 1977. Uh, Ruiz and Van Denton and Elmer Finnan, another inmate, escaped from the Oklahoma State Penitentiary, which was near McAllister, Oklahoma. They were all working with a prison crew tearing down a brick factory out, outside of the prison. So they slipped away during lunch and uh, they were unguarded in an empty room. And they, anyways, they escaped and the two guards that were in charge of them were demoted and suspended after the event. Um, authorities initially believed that the inmates were headed to Mexico because of a torn, it was like torn in half. It was a hand-drawn map that they found in Finnan's cell. Um, so they were looking for their, they were like tracking. They're, yeah, they're like, they definitely went south. Yeah. So Finnan gets separated from Ruiz and Denton. And then he ended up being arrested in Hot Springs, Arkansas on Halloween, October 31st. And I don't, I think that, I don't know if that was like intentionally misleading the map to Mexico. Yeah. But I bet it was because there's no way somebody named Elmer is going to do well in Mexico. <laughs> That's like the most old-timey country name I've ever heard in my life. Well, he was also had to have been born probably in the 40s, you know, if it's 77. Yeah, something like that. Or 50s. He ended up um, actually dying like four years later in prison. Really? What happened? Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, it never said. It just said he died. Mm, At least in the articles I saw. Maybe there's like articles that are specifically about him. But Maybe with a name like Elmer, he got beat up. <laughs> Maybe. Like, what are you going to do, Elmer Fudd? <laughs> I actually. <laughs> Sorry for any Elmers yeah. out there. <laughs> There aren't any. Uh, you don't know that? I do know that. I looked this up. Oh, okay. They don't exist. Oh. No, they do. But like, I looked up like famous Elmers just to see. Number one, Elmer Fudd. Of course. After that, it's like baseball players from like 1905. <laughs> <laughs> that seems about right. Yeah. 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 So uh, anyways, Ruiz was caught way later in October. Uh, Finnan. I'm sorry. Yes. So Finnan was caught way later in October in Hot Springs. So the crime, the actual crime spree began June 27th, 1977, which was about four days after they had escaped. Um, their first possible murder by Ruiz and Denton occurred in Boswell, Oklahoma. Um, there was a fellow named Gerald Tiffy who went missing. Uh, however, Ruiz and Denton were never charged with this crime. Yeah. And I think it's just there's a lack of evidence there. Yeah. And I actually looked up Boswell, Oklahoma, and that town is very small. So I bet this was a big deal when they came rolling through. Yeah. It was like, I looked up the census numbers at the time in the 70s, and mm -hmm. it was like 700 something people. So, it's tiny. Yeah. And like the whole county had 15,000. So it's like, there's not a lot of people there. That's real tiny. Yeah. So they go from Boswell, Oklahoma, they go down to Louisiana. Uh, June 28th. So they're booking it. That's that's a ways to go yeah. in a day. And I, they end up in a place called Colfax where they murder Jimmy Cockrell, who's a motorcyclist. Uh, he would be found later uh, that same day still leaning on his motorcycle. Mm -hmm. uh, and then most likely the same day, it's hard to say because they don't find the bodies till way later. Um, they murder two more people. These uh, senior fishermen guys who are just going out for a good time at the lake or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, Ray Jones and Alton Wilson. They're going to be killed near Franklinton, Louisiana. And those are two very different parts of Louisiana. I looked it up. How far apart are they? 
like a couple hours, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, that's back then. There's probably worse roads, worse cars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Colfax is like, I forget which one. One one is like near the center and one is like way out into like where the, the boot heel or mm-hmm. boot toe, I guess you'd call it. Is. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they're taking a weird route, but they they were moving. Yeah. Um, Wilson and Jones would be found later in the first victim, Gerald Tiffy from Oklahoma. Mm. They found him in they found them in Tiffy's truck, which they had placed into a flooded gravel pit. That makes sense of why he, they would suspect him of murder of Tiffy then. Exactly, like they had his truck and he'd gone missing. So just not enough evidence. Right. And they had him dead to rights on everything else, I guess. Yeah. So they were just like, don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't worry about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So uh, June 29th, 1977. And again, they're moving because they end up in Magazine, Arkansas, which is in like the western part of Arkansas. Yeah. So yeah. they go from far east Louisiana up into western Arkansas the very next day. That's a lot. So I, I mean, I guess if you're on the run, you're on the run. Yeah. You don't have anywhere to stay. It's so true. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Um, so anyway, two men were fa- seen driving a 72 Ford that had Louisiana tags. It was one of the, and none of the articles said which one, but it belonged to one of the fishermen that yeah. they had killed. Yes. So they had been seen rolling a tire to a service station and then rolling it back to the car. Which is a very old-timey sentence. I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Especially... Very 70s. Especially, like, now. Like, maybe you would have seen that as late as, like, the 90s, but now everybody has cell phones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Triple A. Yeah. So, you just call somebody, come get you, mm-hmm. or whatever. So, somebody alerts the town marshal of Magazine, Arkansas, one Marvin Ritchie, and he's called. He's going to go out there and check on them, make sure they're doing okay, you know? Yeah. That's what you do in small town, Arkansas, if you're... A town marshal or police officer. Of course. So he gets there. He radios the Boonville Police Department at 9 a.m. to run a plate check. Mm-hmm. And when Boonville calls back, he does not respond. Ah. So the search for him begins at 9.30. That's a very quick turnaround. That was a very quick search. Yeah. That's awesome, though. And I, I added this part in. This is one I added in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a part... And one of the articles talks about how there were over a hundred people just grabbed their firearms and started searching the backcountry, wow. looking looking for the officer. That's what a small town does, though, especially like small town Arkansas. You come together because it's literally like a giant family. Yeah, and this is still we're not that far removed from people uh, forming mobs to do things. I feel like you don't get enough mobs anymore, <laughs> except back in the day. A lot of times they were real bad. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, you hear stories like, oh. That that guy made everybody mad, so like a mob formed and they tarred and feathered him. Like that doesn't happen anymore in the same way. We need good mobs. We yeah. need mobs like this to come yeah. together. Yeah, even that these don't happen. But yeah. like I mean, they got other people. Like there were helicopters and stuff mm-hmm. searching yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, eventually, there's witnesses who see Richie's patrol car driving through Blue Mountain. Thing is, there's two men in the front of the car, and Richie, the officer, the town marshal, is in the back of the car. It's not right. Seemingly cuffed. It's not right? No, that is that is not how it goes. Uh, so then we have uh, two Army Corps of Engineers rain, park rangers come into play here. Blue Mountain Park and Rangers? Blue, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we got Opal James who and uh, David Small. David Small was a part-time ranger. He only worked in the summer. 
uh, the rest of the year he was working as a principal at Plainville, Plainview Rover High School. And they come across Richie's patrol car at Ashley Creek Landing. So Ruiz and Denton are criminals. They, they, uh, they blocked the road. They jump out of the patrol, patrol car and they capture James and Small. Hmm. And so they force James to lay on the ground behind the car. Hmm. They take Ruiz and or excuse me, Ruiz took uh, Small's watch and cuffed him and Richie together. And uh, then Ruiz says to Denton, you know what we have to do. And Denton says yes. And then he shoots Richie in the back of the neck and Small in the chest. And even and this is afterwards they uh, they stripped Richie of his shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why. Probably to put it on, you know. I mean, maybe, but I mean, they shot him in the neck. You think there'd be blood on it and stuff? Oh, probably. So it's it's very strange. Maybe they took it before though. Well, no, because uh, Small said they took it after, hmm. and he because he's gonna live. Spoiler alert. Oh, you spoiled it. Yeah. Uh, One thirty that same day, after five hours of searching, they find Richie's patrol car. Uh, they open up the trunk and they find Richie and Small. Richie has died by this point, the town marshal. Small, however, is, uh, he ends up surviving. And he's going to be a key witness during the trials. Because he's like the only one who survives and he can, he can point them out and everything. Um, however, Opal James, the other park ranger, was not present. Mm. Ruiz and Denton had taken James and taken his truck and they kept James alive because they thought he knew the roads really well, would know shortcuts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then on July 1st, they found him in Odin, Arkansas, near the Oklahoma border. He was left there with his truck. He had been shot in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, they would name Opal L. James Memorial Lookout after him at Blue Mountain Lake. Aww. Um, That's awful. I know in some of the articles, I don't know if, talks about later on but their daughters who was it i guess it'd be richie's richie's daughter yeah. is the one who had the mother who couldn't drive yeah is that what you're talking about yeah, yeah. and it was yeah it, th- their accounts are very it, it's very hard because they were they lost their dads and they were good good town people you know yeah and that'll be a lot of that stuff you'll see in um there's Charles an article that well. new york times article oh yeah yeah, the, yeah. Um, an evening of death is what it's called yes and it's about the you can guess, yeah, yeah. but it's going to talk to the families and, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but yeah, they're, they're not happy with these people. Obviously they, of course they're, it's interesting to get their thoughts on it though. Yeah. So the reason didn't had done their deeds in Arkansas. So they stole another car and made their way to Purcell, Oklahoma. And there they abducted taxi driver Melvin short and stole his vehicle Short's body was later found in a neighboring county. Uh, and then Ruiz and Denton, the way they murdered him was very, is awful. They cut out the seatbelts of the car to restrain Short. They then took Short to a ditch with a steep embankment where he was shot execution style in the back of the head. Like, no, no mercy. Just awful. So Ruiz and Denton drove Short's car all the way to Portland, Oregon. Um, they had request. <laughs> I just heard a toy squeak again. 
they had requested I, um, I, I i hope some of that gets picked up on audio it's, <laughs> it's definitely staying in if it does <laughs> so they had requested a money order from a relative who ended up writing them out to the police hell yeah way to be a narc good job like that's when it's good to be a narc yeah that's yeah don't don't ever trust anybody that's what you take away from <laughs> but in the good way in the good way. but like yeah you should i'm glad that person wasn't like oh family or whatever yeah these people friends. are awful people like, oh, these people need to go to jail yes so the relative ratted them out and they were detained on july 8th in portland they still had the murder weapon they used on short and they were wearing his windbreaker his clothes so very smart yeah. so they were initially to be extradited on july 14th but they appealed uh, the Oregon Court of Appeals upheld the extradition order on August 11th. So we're like a month down the road. Yeah, courts move slowly. Yes, unfortunately. It, I, I don't know if there's a way to fix that other than being like Judge Dredd style, where it's like Judge, Jury, and Executioner. I am the law, that sort of thing. Is that a wrestler? No, that's a, it's comics slash movies. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, well, somebody out there will get it. Yay. If not... You get it. He's judge, jury, executioner. You, what else do you it, need? You get it. What else do you need? You can learn from context what he does. <laughs> he shoots criminals. All right. He he's the judge, jury, and executioner. He gets to do the is stuff. He, is he a good guy or a bad guy? He's portrayed as a good guy, but I mean, it's this horrible future dystopia where the world's been irradiated through nuclear war. And he oh, lives wow. in Mega City, cool. which is like a city that spans from like Charlotte, North Carolina, to New York City or something. It's pretty big. It's too big. Some might say. <laughs> So the Logan County Sheriff and Deputy Sheriff and two police criminal investigators, they flew to Portland on Monday, August 22nd to retrieve Ruiz and Denton. And they arrived at the Fort Smith Municipal Airport on a chartered plane at 945 the next day. And Fort Smith is in western Arkansas. Yeah, it's on the Oklahoma border. Yeah. So Ruiz and Denton were sent to separate jails. Ruiz was at the Sebastian County Jail in Fort Smith and Denton at the Franklin County Jail in Ozark. Uh, they would make their first court appearance that Thursday before circuit judge in Boonville. Uh, their first trials began in Boonville on April 17th, and they stood accused of killing a total of six people and wounding a seventh person, which would have been... Small. Yes. At the beginning of that trial, as like when it started, the bodies of Wilson and Jones, the fishermen, they had not been recovered yet. So... After the trial, the jury deliberated for only 40 minutes before returning with a guilty verdict on April 27th, and they only deliberated for a one other hour, and they recommended the death penalty via the electric chair. Electric, electric chair. chair? Excuse me. Electric chair. Electric chair is going to be the name of... Uh, My band. No, Well, maybe, but uh, if I ever invent like a robot nanny, electric chair. That's terrible. It's great. Uh, maybe... Maybe a robot barber. That would be funny. Uh, maybe. Yeah. So their convictions were actually overturned by the Arkansas Supreme Court. Uh, the location and pretrial publicity meant that the jury was deemed to be prejudicial. Um, so they that's how they got their um, sentences overturned. So the capital murder cases are automatically appealed in the Supreme Court. Uh, however, they had a second trial, and that was in Moralton, which is in like centralish Arkansas. Yeah, in Conway County, where Conway, Arkansas, the city is not located. It's a common theme in Arkansas for some reason. It is. I have noticed that. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Hot Springs County, or yeah. Hot Spring County. Hot Springs ain't there. Nope. Yellville, that ain't Yell County. Maybe they redid like county borders. I don't think so, because they're all still weirdly designed and antiquated. Like, 
I think it leads to weird things. Like, I think Lone Oak County, I want to say, Lone Oak is there, and it's the county seat, but also Cap is the county seat, because that makes more sense. But if you look at a lot of uh, counties, they're usually, de- like, delineated by, like, a river or something. So, the second trials occurred in Moralton, and the two were convicted again with a death penalty in 1983. So, in 1987, the 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in St. Louis overturned that death sentence and ordered new trials, but only on the penalty issue. Yeah, so they, they were guilty. They were super guilty. Yeah. It was just, uh, they were like, hey, do you... What their what, sentence is, yeah. basically. Is it going to be life without parole or right. the death penalty? Either way, you're done. Yep. And they, again, were sentenced to death. <laughs> but in 1989, the Arkansas Supreme Court turned down yet another appeal for the two. So Governor Bill Clinton set an execution date of August 9th. Uh, and the Eighth Circuit Court stayed the execution while considering yet another appeal. But seven years later, in 1996, the appeal was turned down and the execution was set for January 8th, 1997. Yeah, so it's been 20 years that since these crimes were committed, they were uh, convicted in like the early 80s. Mm-hmm. And then you even get like 1987 is when they get sentenced to death again. Yeah. So that's another decade before we get up to... 1997 where they're supposedly going to be executed yeah which is that seems to be a theme on death row it's like people have really really long stays on death row yeah it's because it's it's just appeal after appeal after appeal yeah it's like the opposite of what we did on our first episode with uh gene senior his you know we had that one which was the quickest trial to actual death right right versus this thing goes on for it's gone on for Two decades at yeah. this point. Because he refused all of his appeals and everything. He was like, yeah, he was give me like, to the death. Let's, let's get it over with. Yeah. They even stayed one of his executions and it, and it still, still was yeah. super quick. <laughs> yeah. And these guys, so they've they've been going at it for 20 years, uh, appealing and getting stays of execution. Uh, they make yet another request for a stay of execution. Another dog toy there. <laughs> Hopefully it's picking up. It's, it's so staying cute. in no it's matter so what. Cute. Um Finally, on January 3rd, 1997, the 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals denied Ruiz and Denton's request for states of execution. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And many, there's a good article in Tulsa World. We'll link it in the show notes. Show notes. Show notes. What happened there? <laughs> the show notes, as a normal person would say it, Tulsa World has an article basically talking to a lot of the citizens and the family members and people affected by this case and just being like, they, they're they all skeptical this is even going to happen because they, they were supposed to be executed in like 83. Mm-hmm. It's 1997. So it's, been a, it's, it's been a hot minute. It's been a decade and a half. Yeah. Um, David Small, who was the one survivor of the attacks even, he was skeptical. He just says, they've manipulated the, si- the system for 20 years now. I hope it goes off, but it wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't. Mm. It's, uh then the daughter of Opal James, uh, Ann Jester, she she was torn up about this stuff because uh, obviously her her father had been murdered. Right. And these two guys are just still alive. Uh, she was hoping it would alleviate her nightmares. She was having nightmares all the time. Mm. She said that essentially they would break out yet again. Because one of, I mean, they broke out before. Yeah. One of Denton had broken out even before that. So yeah. he had broken out twice, really. Yeah. And all of that after, like, committing murders. And, yeah, so she was worried that they were going to break out and, like, come after her. Mm. With, like, she had nightmares about that anyway. Yeah. 
it probably wasn't a going concern. So we're then we get uh, Paul Ruiz. He claims that he uh, found God while in prison, hmm. which you know, who am I to say you did or didn't? Right. But he probably didn't. Right. But I can't say. <laughs> who am, again? Who am I to say? Yeah. Uh, he there was even like a Catholic minister who talked to him all the time, and he said of Ruiz, "I see no reason to fear Paul today, or to have a reason to see him dead." Couldn't be because of the, like six people he killed before. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, even if you do that, if you're like, it's still he's just gonna sit in jail. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. So, uh, Anne Jester, again, daughter of Opal James, who was murdered by these men, was told by the guards during one of the trials that Ruiz and Denton would actually joke and laugh about the crimes they committed. Real nice. And uh, yeah, when uh, she was asked about whether he had found God or not and all that, she just or. Yeah, she said, um, I believe there is a God. God can forgive him. Sounds about right. And she also asked, like, if he uh, if he actually found God, if he actually was a believer now, why uh, he had never admitted to his crimes? Mm. And why hadn't he asked for forgiveness from the families? Because he's a coward. And also because it's probably phony, just another thing to do to try and stay his execution. Yep. Either way, a coward through and through. Yeah. But, alas, they could not stay their executions any longer. And on January 8th, Ruiz and Denton were set to be executed, along with a third inmate, Kurt Wainwright, which um, he actually kind of has an interesting story, but not enough to do a podcast on. Um, They executed all three of them at one time to save on overtime costs and expenses for the prison workers and also to help relieve the mental stress of like three executions over three days or uh, an execution over, like, over three a, days. Yeah, yeah. Over a period of time even. Right. Even if it was like weeks. Yeah. And this is not totally uncommon. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma had done multiple executions in a day uh, recently as of like around 1997. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, protests were held in front of the governor's mansion in Little Rock. Uh, they would light a candle for each man as they were executed Small had begged to be allowed to see the executions uh, because he was the survivor of it, but he was there was a rule where victims could not see the execution. But as of now, that rule has been changed since then. I hope that didn't come through. I'm sorry if it did. <laughs> I just got a text message on my computer. Anyway. Staying in. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying that to everything. <laughs> and maybe it will, maybe it won't. You don't know. I don't. Until the edit happens and I let you listen to it. So, so what we do there is a lot of times we'll snap stop. and that'll, that'll mark on the audio audio very well where an edit needs to happen. <laughs> is it staying in? Let's find out. No. So Wainwright and Ruiz had pleaded for mercy from Governor Mike Huckabee, but it didn't work. Um, so a friend of Ruiz had even called the daughter of one of the victims the day before, the evening before. It's not known what they talked about, but the fact that he did that and she had no idea I can't remember which daughter it was, but she had no idea how they got her number. And that's just kind of creepy. And Denton, Van Denton, he did not ask for mercy at all. So Ruiz and Denton would be killed by lethal injection rather than the initial sentence of the electric chair because they had done away with electric chair executions by that point. Yeah, that's how long they had been Waited. on death yes, row. Yes. Is It goes back far enough that the electric chair is a thing and now it's not a thing at all. Yes. So Denton... Refused a last meal. Ruiz had only a Caesar salad. Neither had any last words to say. 
and Van Ditten was killed first due to his prison number, his prison ID number, which was lowest. Uh, and he was pronounced dead at 7.09 p.m. on January 8th, 1997. Ruiz was next, and he was pronounced dead at 8 p.m. that same night. And thus, into the lives of two terrible men. Yeah. Um, just the worst. Yeah. Some of the worst. Yeah. You know, they they were garbage. They were terrible people before, and then they go on this spree and the whole thing. Yeah. But anyway... And, uh, we'll have, uh, all links to most of the stuff we, uh, looked at. We there's a got, lot of articles we looked at for this yeah, one. Yeah, it, there's not one definitive, like, this is the Ruiz and Denton story yeah. article not, out yeah. there. Like, Kathy Fry for, for, um, Casey Woody, her article was just very, very thorough and very, I mean, very, it was good. And, yeah. But that we had to kind of piece together this one. Yeah, and it's, I mean, there's like, there's good articles, like, yeah. uh, I mentioned the New York Times article, uh, An Evening of Death, Three Murderers Are Executed. Uh, it's by Rick Bragg. That's going to be a, that's a pretty interesting read. Mm-hmm. I, I would recommend it. Yeah. Uh, you've also got, we've got a couple out of Tulsa World. We've got uh, Boonville Democrat and some older newspapers. Like uh, one comes from U- the Eugene Register Guard. What is that? Eugene is a town in Oregon. Oh. I, yeah. That's, there's there's other small ones like that, but mm-hmm. it gives you like you put them all together. We've also got uh, two articles from the Encyclopedia of Ar- of Arkansas put out by the uh, Central Arkansas Library System. Mm. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, so I got some stuff out of that. Cool. So that's the story of Paul Ruiz and Earl Van Denton. Earl, a name that like Elmer, <laughs> don't really hear anymore. <laughs> that's unless true. they are at least 55 years old. Min, like minimum 55 yeah you cannot be named earl if you are less than 55 years old as of now yeah how old's earl campbell the football player who, who cares how, it's he's a football player don't worry about it okay you it's not that's not for you that's for me and whoever else knows who earl campbell is <laughs> he's a fa- he's a famous football man for who houston oilers oh uh, are they still a thing uh they moved to tennessee became the titans i knew that we talked about that they should have stayed the oilers though oh okay. in my mind well because I like that name better. They had better uniforms. And also, you can't be like, there's, there's no oil in Tennessee. Ever watch Beverly Hillbillies? <laughs> That's <laughs> where they got the oil. <laughs> they got the oil and they got rich and they moved to the Beverly Hills. <laughs> they were in Tennessee. Tennessee Oilers works. That's my so- my soapbox for the, for the week. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to our newest segment. Andrew. It's angry. Andrew's soapbox or Andrew yells. <laughs> old man yells at cloud <laughs> like it's from the simpsons oh okay there's yeah you don't worry about it okay so what do you, you have another little bit I, to talk I, about yeah so <laughs> we mentioned uh last week there's a investigation discovery story that covered casey woody mm-hmm. comes from a show called man with a van is it and, about men with vans you better believe it <laughs> i don't know if every episode is like this but yes, it is about men with vans. Not even a man with a van. It is, there are at least three men with vans in this episode. Whoa. Because I guess that's the show. So it's like, it has real stuff. It has real uh, interviews with people. Mm-hmm. They interview Sam and Jessica, her uh, oh, Casey's yeah, her friends. friends. Yeah. They, they're grown up. They, they talk to them. Uh, they talk to Kathy Fry. Oh, really? They talk to um, one of the officers, Bird. 
mm-hmm. was one of the yes, main ones that. who interviewed them. Yeah. So it talks to all of them, but then it also has like a dramatization that is <sighs> a bit more dramatic than your average dramatization. How do you feel about dramatizations on true crime like shows and stuff? It's fine because uh, they're always poorly acted very. and very awkward and weird, but it's fine because it gives you something other than like a still picture of whoever or just interviews. I don't know. To be the actor actress, to have to act out that bit, like there's no way anybody can do that moment in time justice or, you know, on on the evil counterpart and the innocent counterpart, you know? it. it, it I don't know. I think it's redonkulous, but that's just me. I I don't know. The the other option again is like check out these still pictures that we pan over slowly. Yeah, but in a lot of cases, some stuff you might have video for realsies. Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't for Casey Woody, for instance. Yeah. There's a lot that's just weird, though. Okay, tell me. Because we haven't talked about this. You watched this, and I did not. Correct. And so this is the first time I'm hearing about it. And you're like, wait till the podcast. (laughs) I was like, okay. There's a lot of weird stuff they do. First of all, they present downtown Conway as a part of Greenbrier. But that's not right. By showing video of it, but it gets better. They show video of Conway, downtown Conway. You can see the big, dumb, historic downtown Conway the sign. sign above yeah, it? the one that's real dumb. They shouldn't have it. it looks Shut stupid. Up. Shut up. <laughs> so they have that sign, but they're zoomed in just enough that you can only kind of see the sign. It doesn't. You can't see it say Conway. Best of all, they show the full thing with the sign that says Conway later <laughs> in the episode. But it's okay because at that point the story has moved they to were Conway. In Conway. Yeah. Yes, but it's still like if you watched it twice, you'd be like, "That's the same place and sign. That's that's not Greenbrier." Did they have any footage from Greenbrier? Maybe there's uh, an aerial shot that might have been Greenbrier. May- maybe I, I couldn't tell you. I've, yeah, you know, there's, they also show like a school that might have been Greenbrier. Oh, who knows? It's impossible to tell. <laughs> and I took notes on this one, paper notes. Listen uh-huh. to that. That was paper. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I took it on paper. I usually do everything on the computer. Just because. I was just like, I have this notebook. Let me write. Might as well write it. I don't <laughs> know. So there's there's a lot of weird stuff. There's also some extra information that I thought we'd talk about as well. What's that? Um, like Sam uh, said that uh, Dave and Casey's relationship, like their online thing, mm-hmm. was like purely platonic. Hmm. Like they weren't online dating or at least it was more platonic i guess yeah especially probably by the time stuff happens yeah well i know that her you know uh scott and casey were like online boyfriend girlfriend by the time everything happened and they had been for a while but they but dave and david and casey met in a like a christian online chat room or something like that yeah yeah that sounds right um (laughs) but man that conway thing weirds me out there's um (laughs) Oh, also, uh, I don't know if we said this, but Dave had the addresses of Casey's friends as well. I did not know that. Yeah. So, like, we knew he had those pictures of them. How did he a, get them? I don't know. Maybe she, one of them or all of them said too much. Oh, man. Who's to say? Um, there's another, what was the other thing? Oh, so they had a fall festival of some sort. Oh, on October? Yes. Yes, I remember this. That uh, Dave would have been in town for. Yes. Now, so that she which was we didn't, crowned, like, she was crowned the queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a dramatization of that, which I will get to. Oh boy. you better believe it. <laughs> oh my god! And it they even show like an actual picture of her, oh, like yeah. with her crown and yeah. stuff. Oh, 
So, yeah, the whole thing's sad. They, I get, I think this show is not for us. Really? You and me. This is, a, this is a something for somebody who does not know the story. Oh. Because I go in, I know, I know who did it. Right. They're trying to hide it oh. actively oh. with vans. What? With vans. You better believe. <laughs> what do you mean? So like in the dramatizations, mm-hmm. which I said are a little bit more dramatic. Man with van. Yeah. Man with a van. They, there's a scene where like Casey, Sam, and Jessica are walking through like a courtyard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> dramatization, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, there's a part where like some, one of them says like, oh, so-and-so's brother's so cute. And then like Casey says like, hey to him. And then one of them's like, don't talk to him. He's weird. <laughs> Is he in a van? He's standing outside of a van. Oh my god! And he looks at her kind of awkwardly and menacingly <laughs> as she walks away like... Oh, see, this is why I hate dramatizations. Most dramatizations are not like this, though. This one's pretty bad. Then, this huh? one is like, very, like I said, is more dramatic than the average dramatization. Oh, my goodness. It gets better. Okay. Because you remember how um, at the Woody house, they mm-hmm. had a friend named Eric who lived there. Yes. Who was uh, the brother's friend yes. who stayed with him. So he is a very big red herring in this. Uh-oh. He's like every single scene he is in. Every single, no, people want to know, I am slamming this notebook. <laughs> Getting very excited. I, I am very hyped about this. <laughs> he is, the, the, their version of Eric is very much a weird, creepy person. And it's so ridiculous over top. Like they're at like the dinner table and one of them is saying something to, like he's saying something to Casey, like something innocuous. And like the brother's like, hey man, knock it off or whatever. <laughs> he thinks he's like macking on his younger sister. And there's like, there's every other scene like he says something to her and it's like she walks away and he's like looks at her menacingly okay that is almost i i don't know almost almost character assassination yes almost slander yes maybe he signed off on it i don't know but it's it's very it's a very strange thing that that's all that's pretty offensive i mean i don't know eric i don't know him from adam maybe maybe he's great maybe he's terrible who's to say but like within the context of this story it is very strange yeah not not okay and he like was the one who like was like Casey's not here you know at the house and was like actively looking for her like oh my gosh where did she go he figured out the computer thing and started talking to Scott oh he's not the one who talked to her to Scott on the computer in the dramatization I don't think who was it I think it was the brother I'd have to go back and check we can correct this later but maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna make a cut here if I was wrong I'm gonna go back and look but I think it was the brother well, double check Kathy's article okay. and make sure I didn't misread didn't that. Fudge something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, I, I'm I'm like ninety percent sure it was the brother because the brother had like long hair in the thing, uh-huh. and Eric had like short, like slick, gross hair. It's very strange. <laughs> they were doing their best. Oh my Again, God. they're like they're trying to set up like. Did Eric have who a band? did it? Did Eric- was it so and so's brother who doesn't get a real name? Did did, did Eric have <laughs> a van in the show? Yes. <laughs> no, he did. He had a big white dumb van. <laughs> There's a part where Casey's on the computer, like, typing, and then, like, a noise happens. It happens at her window, and it's, like, <gasps> like a jump scare. And it's, like, oh, it's just Eric. A football flew at her window, and it was his football. And he, like, waves at her awkwardly and weird. And you see the white van in the dun, background. Dun. <laughs> it's so weird. That's okay. That's, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this show is for us. No, no. I'm really glad you watched the episode. I am too, because it's so (laughs) weird. And they also set up Scott as a potential. 
which like they sort yeah. of but they go over the top where like there's a scene where she's like on the phone with dave mm-hmm. and she's also talking to scott and then she looks at the computer concerned because scott's like real upset and like typing all this mean stuff like i can't believe you would do this to me blah 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 which like never happens as that, far as we that know we, yeah that we know about but it's it's so weirdly done it's mm-hmm. just like maybe it's just because i i know the case but it's just like What's this doesn't happen this, yeah. does, this doesn't happen so much that it is bizarre hmm that is weird um oh they also mentioned that uh the part where casey wanted to get uh to go stay the night mm-hmm. with her friends yeah they said that part of the reason she couldn't was that you had to have like a parental note allowing you to ride on like a bus with your friend oh okay so okay. that was part of the reason there that's okay. another thing that i guess I didn't, we, we yeah. didn't know Mm-mm. what else you got so there's the part with the like crowning of the queen mm-hmm. at that fall festival yeah i don't know how big the actual fall festival is mm-hmm. like is it i don't know if it's like a town thing or it's just a school thing i don't remember kathy said in her article but i, I cannot recall and i don't want to say it wrong okay well We'll check that. Maybe we'll come back to you with yeah. a third episode of what did we, what what's going on with that? Yeah. That's our segment. What's going on with that? So there's a, they have this fall festival and, you know, budget limitations. Maybe it's bigger deal than it is in this, this dramatization. So like five people there. It's like a tiny stage at like a basketball court at like the local rec center and she's that's what it looks like mm-hmm. there's like 15 people in the crowd i think it was bigger than that you know who was in the crowd so-and-so's brother with the van <laughs> the van wasn't there was and eric in there you better believe he was <laughs> of course he was oh he's always God. there and he's looking weird <laughs> and then but uh later on in the episode so they show parts of it like that early on mm-hmm. later in the episode they reveal that um dave had been in conway or greenbrier or whatever right. yeah at the same time but of course, the way they presented it, there's like, dun dun, there he is. There's his face. There's the guy who's been playing Dave this whole time, who's at the fall festival. He's clapping, like, looking at her creepily, like, oh, oh yes, gross. look at her. But that, and, and I did read like, where that it was a, it was a possibility that he was there because he was in town during that fall festival. It yeah. is possible. And again, we don't know what that fall festival looks like. No. It's like a big community deal. Yeah. If it were like it's presented in the dramatization, there is no way he is there. There is no way nobody is like, who are you? There are 10 people here. We know every single person. You are an adult. Are you a chaperone? Obviously not. Who I are know, you? I know every person in the town, yeah. let alone every chaperone. I am he- I am king of chaperones. Like, that's what would happen. Yeah. There, so the way they present it, there's 0% chance. But maybe he was in real life. Maybe it's actually possible. But that's not how they show it. I have a feeling that it was probably a little bit bigger than 15 people. I mean, Greenbrier's not a big town, but it's bigger than that. Like, I I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's like even like they maybe hold it outside or something. And oh. it's like a big community deal. Yeah. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. But it's just the way they present it is so strange. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's a they talked about how he had a hand drawn map of like the area. Apparently. He did? Yeah, David hmm. did, which I don't think we ever I mentioned. I don't recall that. So interesting. It's it's strange. Maybe maybe watch it if you're just like want to see a weird thing. That's like you want to make fun of like the weird dramatization stuff. Is this season one or season two? Season one, okay. episode two. Okay, okay, okay. 
Huh. So yeah, the, the red herring stuff where they're just like, oh, when uh, Casey go, first goes missing mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, who could have done it? Right. And like um, Rick, the dad is talking to the agents. Yeah. And like Eric is standing behind the door frame, menacingly <laughs> looking like he's got like his head kind of d- tilted down. You know how creeps with, are supposed to do in eyes. movies? Yeah. yeah. He's got the shady eyes going like, uh, like he's thinking like. Well, I sure hope they don't think it's going to be me. Hopefully, they don't look over here and see me <laughs> looking like this. My eyes. This is like, you can get a search warrant for looking like this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's it's so strange. Don't Maybe don't watch it. Yeah. Maybe something Not, more factually based. Yeah. I don't know what that would... I don't know what's been put out other than this thing that mm-hmm. I watched because I just... I realized I had it on... Uh, I could get it on, on demand on... You can get it on demand on DirecTV. There you go. Um, just search man with a van, which is a weird title. And I don't know if every episode is like this where it's like, which of the van boys is going to get her. Cause it's, again, it's like they make up a character. They did the, the brother character that I was talking about earlier where it's like so-and-so's oh, brother. Yeah, yeah. He never even gets an actual name. They're just like, I think they say Trent. It's like, Oh, it's Trent's brother. Don't talk to him. He's weird. <laughs> he's got a van. Oh. <laughs> Look at that beige weird van. He's got <laughs> But he so. was he was one of the older boys, which they the Uh-oh. which like Sam and Jessica mentioned they were like they didn't like the boys their age because they grew up with them they knew them yeah they were like those aren't they're not interesting right so they were interested in the older boys and also obviously that would be the appeal of the internet Correct. boys yeah so. so to take from that TV dramatizations are usually not good they're usually not this wild though okay that's they're fair. usually I think they're fine yeah. They don't, most of them I see are just like a vague, like struggle or something. Like it's not a, it doesn't really affect the story, but like. They don't even speak. They don't usually slander random people who are real human beings who maybe are terrible. I don't know. But as far as I know, not that bad. Not so bad that you should be like, what's, why is he looking that way? Was he the murderer? (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Uh, it's, It's crazy. But yeah. It's all for drama. Yeah, so like if you know the case, don't watch it. <laughs> it's it's real dumb. If you do know if you don't know the case, listen to episode two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen to our second episode and then you'll know it. Yeah. You got anything going on? Oh, you know, peaks and pits, peaks and pits. What you got going? Um, I mean really everything's going pretty good. It's just this you know, you just gotta you just gotta roll with the whole coronavirus thing, like yeah, some things suck, but you just you did you adapt. You just have to adapt, and we'll get through it together. Everybody, stay safe. Yeah. Um, I've learned that I touch my face all the time. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. It's like what it. You you just like they're like don't touch your face. You're like okay, and then you're just like scratching your face. You're like oh no no I touched it. I did it again. I'm gonna die. I've been doing this so often, all the time. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Because you just don't think about it. No. I've been washing my hands. I mean. As a healthcare provider, I wash my hands frequently, but it's like anytime I touch anything, I am then washing my hands. And I'm, I'm it, it's almost obsessive because I, you know, especially after the scare, you know. Yeah. I uh, I took my grandpa to the doctor mm-hmm. yesterday. How's he doing? He's doing good. They, good. they say he's doing good. Good. He had, what, eye surgery? Yeah. He okay. said they, they shouldn't have to do anything else. Cool. He should just be able to go about normally. Yeah, grandpa. Um, but I was wearing like long sleeves and I would always use the sleeve to like open <laughs> yes, every door I or do use that. like my elbow if I could. I do that. You cough, do the vampire cough, you know, where you like cough I, into I your... always do that. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Okay. 
that's why every time I see somebody dab, it looks like they're coughing to me. <laughs> the vampire cough. Yeah, it's like, look at them, look at the, look at me do a dab. Like, oh wait, I'm coughing. You just sneezed. I don't know. Which anytime anybody sneezes or coughs now, it's like, are you? Do you have it? <laughs> yeah, I I was coughing up a fit. I thought I was gonna die the other day because pork rind dust got <laughs> got in my throat <laughs> in a real bad way. It was it wasn't even like so this is not the first time this has happened. The first time it happened, it was like Louisiana hot sauce oh. flavored. It was not as bad that time as it was this time. I couldn't stop coughing for like fifteen minutes. I would oh. drink water and stop and then start coughing a bunch. And of course my my family's looking at me like, Are you are, are you gonna kill us? Like <laughs> Do we need to be in quarantine? Do we need to get somebody else to go get grandpa? Oh poor grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, everything's everything's going pretty good. Uh, update, I don't think I mentioned this because uh, I don't think I had done it. What? I got the platinum on Skyrim. Holla. I feel so good about my life choices. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> it's It sure is something. Now good I don't job. know what to do with my life. I should have saved this for, sa- for staying inside for Corona. <laughs> yeah, who knew this was going to happen? Yeah, like I was, I finished up the platinum, I think the day before March 11th. March 11th is like, when gonna go down happened. as a day in history yeah that's when they found out the basketball player rudy gobert oh yeah that he had coronavirus they canceled the game right before yes minutes like minutes or an hour later that or it must have been like a few hours later because they almost played another game mm-hmm. they suspend the season yeah. and that's when like every like march 11th is gonna be a day in history yeah it's because like everything just suddenly is just like stopping yeah it was it was surreal to watch yeah it was it's it was the most surreal thing since like 9-11. Yeah. I don't want to compare it to 9-11. Yeah, I was about to say, don't But it's the it first that. time I've seen something that surreal where it's like... It just shut just, down. Just sports like are done. Everything, not just... Yeah, sports, everything, March 11th, we're shutting everything down. And then yeah. it's like the next day, you schools. know... Schools. Schools canceled. Schools are going to start being canceled. Yeah. Everything else. It, it was a weird, weird time. So our school is canceled for... Well, it doesn't affect me because my classes are online. Online, but, no, everything's transitioning to online. Yes, no, everything. Even if you went to campus. Yes, all classes are transitioning to online. And that's through the end of the year, isn't it? Uh, at least the semester, probably maybe even through the well, summer yeah, through classes. The end of, like, yeah, through the end of this year. Yeah. Yeah. So well, school year, the school year, spring, yeah. end of the spring semester. Yeah. And then I know public schools, they're all canceled. They're all doing, I think they call them AMI, some kind of. Yeah, I don't, I don't, stuff. I'd have to ask Trey what that means. Yeah, I don't know. My friend who teaches. Yeah, he's he was saying the school he works at on the Monday that everything was about to be shut down, they had not gotten approval from the state to shut everything down hmm. until Tuesday. So what they did was they did it, um, they went to like one thirty uh-huh. in the way, so they did that because they could let people not come in and it would, wouldn't count as an absence or something like that. Hmm. Uh, okay that yeah i get that that makes sense yeah so it's a it's a weird time in it is the world weird. it is a weird time but we'll make it don't congregate with a bunch of people exactly wash just like i've hands. been doing my whole life yeah also that wash your hands everything uh what else what's other uh, i should know this i'm a healthcare provider uh, it's concerning you don't yeah cough cough and sneeze into the inside of your elbow don't use your hand wash your, if you touch something wash your hands <laughs> keep hand sanitizer with yeah. you if you're able to Wipe down like listen, wipe everybody. down like doorknobs. Yeah, people don't think about doorknobs. Yes, people gross. people grabbing on them all the time. Door I wipe them down. down every once in a while. Don't don't go creepily and possessively buy all the toilet paper. Coronavirus doesn't give you diarrhea. Like 
why are you buying all the toilet paper? Because if I get quarantined, I might run out of the toilet paper. If you get quarantined, somebody can bring you toilet paper. I know, right? Especially these days. Yeah. You can just be like, Kroger, bring me the toilet Which paper. I had to buy groceries from Kroger and have them delivered. Amazon, hook me up. Yes, I buy all my toilet paper from Amazon. I'm not even kidding. Like, it don't don't I be just don't my be face. A, you did. Oh my gosh, go wash your hands right now. Well, it's too late. the 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 problem is if your hands are dirty and you touch your face, not. You're not transferring from your face you to your know. hands. You could have That's transferred not... it to you and then you're wiping <laughs> your face. It works. And then I will say, like, I feel like every time I feel the slightest un- uncomfortable, I'm like, oh, this is it. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah. It's like I cough like once or like this if I've been it. talking or something and my throat hurts a little bit, it's like, oh, no, Here we it's go. happening. <laughs> or I've been laying on my side weird and it hurts now. That's probably coronavirus. The end is not. <laughs> No, yeah, just don't be a crazy person. Let Don't buy all the groceries. Just be a normal person. Leave the sourdough bread alone. And let the old people get their goods, okay? Like, and, and they don't eat sourdough bread. I do. They can, you don't know that. That's generalizing. I do know that. Yeah, it's generalizing. Grandpas eat cereal. I did get cereal, and I'm very happy for it. Exactly. So, anyways, guys, stay safe. Stay clean. Wash your hands. Yeah. Just be just be a normal you, person and use normal precautions. Like, don't breathe in somebody's face. <laughs> don't cough in somebody's face or sneeze. Don't, like, hold hands with yeah. your significant other. Don't you dare kiss them. Sleep yeah. in separate rooms. Yes, absolutely. In beds. One of you needs to move out, probably. <laughs> just... Drastic times call for drastic <laughs> measures, people. One of you has to stay outside in a tent. <laughs> That's how it should be. <laughs> just, Anyways. Yeah. Okay. You, nothing else? I got nothing else. I got nothing else. Unless you want me to talk about Shadows of the Empire. I don't. That's That's probably smart. Hard no. Fair enough. So, all right, guys. We'll catch you next week with episode number four. Uh, Thanks again for stopping by. Catch us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead or PTTD Pod. Uh, Twitter, PTTD Pod. Email, PTTD Pod at gmail.com. And then. That's uh, the Papa. Tango, Tango, Delta, Pod at gmail.com. Or Pitititida. Or, or, or Pitititida. <laughs> pitted Pod. Pitititida. Can you do that? Pitititida. But it's close. Pitititida. Feels like you're doing too many almost. No, Pitititida. Pitititida. Listen, this is from, this is tonguing as a flute player. This has brought me to this moment. Pitititida. Pitititida. Pod at gmail.com. I played trumpet real bad. You did. And You didn't hear. You don't know. But you told me you were last chair. I alternated between last chair and second to last chair. I'll I'll have you know. Take that. And lastly, do you feel us- shame for that? You no, should no. And lastly, I feel shame. Catch us on Instagram at Paint the Town Dead, all one word. Listen, HLN, which hosts Forensic Files one and two, which is probably I. If there's nothing on TV, no. Even if there is stuff on the TV, if Forensic Files is on, I'm watching Forensic Files. They have liked multiple photos of ours and they follow us and i just like cried with joy because my life is complete now i need nothing else so shout out to hln thank you we're pretty excited that we're gonna get our cable deal soon yeah thanks ellie (laughs) (laughs) calm down (laughs) we're gonna gonna get our cable deal i'm calling it now because nobody will remember this yes except they will because i said they won't yeah so they're going to defy me yes but I think it's a good running gag. Our cable deal, we're going to get that. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we're, we're up to tens of listeners at this point, I believe. Thanks, guys. I appreciate every single one of you. Yes. I hope you appreciate this. Yes. Um, if you don't. Let us know. 
Let yeah. us know what we got wrong. We Let just, us know what we got right. Subscribe, comment, like, all the things that you're supposed to do. Yeah. And let us know. Try not to make us cry, though. Yeah. Don't. Caitlin especially will cry. Yeah. I'm a softie. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Usually. Mm, yep. Anyways, guys, we'll catch you next week. Thanks again. And we'll see you later. Bye. Goodbye.